here and welcome to another edition of 48 Shades of Football, everyone's favourite English language podcast about the K-League. I'm joined as always by Paul. Good evening. Good evening, how are you today Paul? Uh, chipper. Chipper? Yes. Why are you chipper? Uh, it's the Sheffield Derby tonight and since we're still pre-match I'm optimistic. <laughs> Wednesday I've got a new manager. So I heard, a new CEO as well or something? No, yeah, we're not talking about the CEO because she's a bit of a nightmare. But okay, the, the manager, someone I'd never heard of, some Dutch guy. Okay, but he's got a good record of getting German teams promoted into the Bundesliga one. So, okay, um, it's one of those things where you think they, they announce the name, you think who, and then you look him up on Wikipedia, prepared to be immensely disappointed. You think, well, yeah, not bad. Not bad. I mean, I guess I should really be a Wednesday fan, really. Shouldn't I? Because like half the team is <laughs> bit for Celtic, right? Is Gary Hooper still there? Yep. Ed McGiddy? No. Nope. Ross Wallace? Yep. Barry Bannon? Barry Bannon, Celtic fan. Chris Morris? <laughs> <laughs> Chris Morris played for Celtic, yep. Um, Fletcher. Steve Fletcher? Ah, Celtic fan. Wow, excellent. Chris Woods? No. <laughs> he played for Rangers, I think. Um, Paolo? Paolo Di Cano, yep. Celtic player, sweet. Okay, so so you're chipping about about the the Sheffield Derby. I guess with no football on in Korea, uh, is it is it making you redraw your attention back towards Sheffield Wednesday, or have you? Do you always watch Wednesday if they're on anyway in Korea? Uh, no, I, I found since I've turned forty, I'm less inclined to stay up till two a.m. watching football. But um, that was a long time ago, right? Certainly not in two years ago. <laughs> <laughs> certainly not inclined to get up at four yeah. four thirty in the morning to watch yeah. football. So yeah, I don't. I can really remember the last time I woke up at that early in the morning to watch Celtic play. Um, but I think that's because I've been so happy watching Songnam for the last couple of years that I've, I forgot what it's like. But okay, um, obviously, as always, this is a K League podcast. Yep. Um, so I guess we will talk about Korean football at some point. Uh, I know that tonight you want to talk about um, some shenanigans, let's say, at, at FC Seoul. Yep. Some may be in and out. Um, seems like there may be more than others, right? Because there's that rumour about Khalid as well, right? Uh, well, so I've not heard that. Okay, yep. It's an interesting one. Is it on Twitter? Uh, it was on Twitter, but I've checked his, his Instagram and I think the photograph is fake, so I don't know what's happening there. Okay. Um, so we'll go through some more transfer news. Uh, we'll talk about the new kits that have been released so far, or might not have been released. Hopefully really, not. Hopefully not. That's pretty honking. Uh, we'll go through our, our team of the year, which we talked about before, but we'll go through how we, how we choose those players. Um, also, there's a new thing on the K-League website called Five Things. Five things that make us happy, sad. It was, it was like a review of the 2017 okay. season. So, okay. yeah. so I guess you'll take us through that yep. later on. And then, yeah, ACL was back for some teams. And uh, I guess we'll go out, do a quick preview of what's happening in the ACL, yeah? Yeah. Okay, sweet. So, I guess where else to start other than everyone's favourite... Uh, Chibol owned the club that plays in the capital. <laughs> uh, in, the, in the classic. In the classic, yeah. So, um, FC So, obviously, we spent 50 minutes on Dehan last week. Yep. Um, uh, but there's been more more news from So. More, more outs. Yeah. More outs than ins. Unfortunately, uh, not Huang. Okay, yeah, but, uh, yeah. Well, he. We're into, well, I'll get, we'll get to Huang's comment. After in a minute, right? So the biggest name to to leave Seoul this week is obviously Yuno Rock. Yep. Uh, happy, hence, sad. Hence this week's hence this week's intro. Yep. Twisted sister, twisted sister, even. Mm-hmm. I want to rock. I want to rock. Which is uh, what Yokohama wanted. Indeed, yes. And, and obviously, what Wang Fang didn't want. Um. Yeah. So y- you sometimes wonder if. Huang, this managing soul, was not the Huang from Pohang, but is an actual fact his twisted sister. <laughs> and that's why he's been so bad, right? Well, you asked me what I think about the transfer of Unilock, and I don't know, because he's quite a divisive player. Yeah. In the first night, I don't like him much. Okay. But then he was the joint top assister in the, in the league. You think he got 14 assists and 5 goals, not to be sniffed at. Yeah. But he's a very frustrating player because he's 
he's got quite a bit of pace but his ball control can be terrible at times yep. and his shooting's not much better yeah so and he, he takes corners that go nowhere he crosses balls in that go out for like fly over out yep. for on the other side um, I think he's frustrating because he has he shows his potential with some of the, the goals that he does score and flashes of skill but he's yeah. so inconsistent that What's really interesting about that is I actually signed him for Songnam uh, on Football Manager 2018. Yep. And that is amazingly exactly the characteristics that he has in the game. Okay. He takes all the corners for Songnam and, and never beats the first man. Yeah. Uh, he's, he's really fast, beats the defender and then blazes it wide. Yeah. Uh, and his final ball, his like, decisions in the final third are shocking. Yeah, he's... he's it's, Amazing that that actually is the guy himself. He's yeah, he's very bad at making decisions in the final yeah. third. He sprints past defenders and then trips over his own feet. Yep. So, um, so I can't say I'm that sad to see him go personally. But then if you look at his stats, and I'm thinking. But then I guess his obvious replacement is Kova, who we were talked a little bit about last week. Yep. He's still around. He's jetted off to Spain for preseason. Yeah. Um, he only played like four or five games last year, but he didn't chip in with three assists. So if he can keep that ratio up over the season, then you could be the man. We'll be saying you, you nil who. Yep. Um, interesting. Before we go into the next part about FC, so um, after Fine, Rather, you know, Rock left. So let's say Fine um, is rumoured to have come out uh, in an interview and said that this year he's decided to build the uh, the the soul team around the youth. Yeah. So he's he, he doesn't want the the older elder players like I guess uh, Dehan was one of them I guess uh, Kim Ki Kim Ji who seemed to be getting moved on as well right Park Ji Young um, and then on the same day as, as he announces or as he says this in an interview he announces the three year contract of Park Ji Young who's going to be older than the two of us put together <laughs> And he's got. <laughs> and he doesn't do anything. He's got. He's got a worse right foot than the the one-footed man. Yeah, I mean, he's got. A, he's, he's, he's got a worse scoring weight than us. Um, like, I think someone quoted on, on on Twitter that he scored something like nine goals last year, and or I, 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 I can't remember exactly how many it was. Eight, and eight or nine, yeah. Eight, eight or nine, and there was like six of them were from the penalty spot. Yeah. Um, I, I, I find it. Astounding is all I can say. To be perfectly, honest. I don't get it. I don't get why you give Park a three-year contract and then you and you punt Dehan. So actually, I don't get. I don't get why you give Park a three-year contract and you punt Union Lock either. To be perfectly honest, I think. Uh, well, Union Lock has always had ambitions to play abroad. He was courted by was it Porto? I think Porto. Yeah. Two two and a half years ago, uh, they offered about two and a half million euros for yeah. him. But Sol said, "We're right in the middle of our season at the moment. We don't want to sell." Uh, there was a rumour that he was off to uh, somewhere in the Middle East yeah. maybe two years ago in the winter didn't yeah, nothing came of that yeah I remember that as well so he's always had ambition to play abroad um, so I can't really say I think the clubs realised they couldn't sort of keep dis- dis- yeah. um, sort of preventing him from going so okay. any idea of a transfer fee? Um, no no one knows right? No. But, but it's very very rarely Ever uh, advertised in, in, in the K League, right? You never really know how much someone has been paid or is paying for a player, right? Right. Um, so, okay. Um, Park Ji Young is going to play three years and then retire, apparently. Okay. Um, he's got a dodgy knee, so God knows how many times I'll actually play in those three years. But I mean, as the Phantom says, if there's anyone on that pitch that, that you want to get penalty, is Park Ji Young. As long as he's on the pitch and then you get a penalty. I also think that if the club had got rid of Pak Jung as well, the fans who are already upset about Dayan and Unilog leaving would have been. Yeah, maybe, yeah. So it might be just a marketing decision as much as anything else. Yeah, just k- kind of basically keep him in the club, but we don't really use him or play him in. And yeah, we, we don't know how much he's being paid. He wasn't one of the top 10 pay- no. best players best paid players last year was he so uh, it could be worth c- c- keeping around for three years if he's on a, l- a low enough salary yeah bring him on for 20 minutes here and there he, he does score the odd goal so um, yeah okay other people uh, who may be on the way out just before we get to that you said that um, Hang was going to sort of build the, the team around the FC Seoul youth yep that's what you um, said right now there's the AFC 
on the 23 tournament going on yep and of the 11 that started or started up or finished for the Korea team against Vietnam yesterday I think 5 of them are FC Seoul players ok so, so maybe so there is a, a kernel or a, a, a sort of a, yeah, a kernel of, of youth available to Seoul ok uh, apparently that's what Seoul number going to do as well <laughs> which is why not by choice though which, which is why today again uh, we released another two players uh, Dejon Dejon signed another two players so now we have Dejon who finished bottom of the of the challenge last year have signed three Songnam players in this in this window <sighs> I don't know where we're going with this but good news for Songnam fans was that we we landed either or as he's known in Korean Adele um, from John Book the okay. Palestinian yeah. Brazilian yeah. Uh, so he he joined he, he, he signed for Songnam during the week um, it's not a bad signing it's a pretty good signing actually to be perfectly honest yeah. uh, and before they departed to Thailand on their on their uh, training uh, camp uh, Namas came out and said that he has one more foreigner and one more big name Korean lined up I assume they flew on uh, Ryanair and staying in hostel. Uh, I think they're sleeping on the beach, from where I can gather, because um, I don't think they've, I don't think they've got any other money for anything else. Or have they got to go out and pull every night to get a bed? Probably <laughs> <laughs> not that. Well, actually, it's the same. It's a shame that Wangy Joe's not playing for them anymore. He maybe would get them two beds. Speaking of training camps, uh, FC Seoul have had their first friendly, or, uh, or their first friendly is coming up. Yeah, they no, they played their first friendly. They're supposed to play one tonight again, but I think looking at um, my my app, it seems to have been postponed. But they flew out uh, maybe Monday, okay, and to Spain. Uh, they played a friendly against uh, Charleroi of Belgium. Ah, okay, yeah. They lost one 0 It's not a bad group result. I mean, Charleroi are not a poor team. Yeah, so. Uh, you, you were going to mention something about Khalid yeah so yesterday uh, there was a, an Instagram photograph doing, doing the rounds from Khalid's Instagram account where he said bye bye soul uh, and he had take her hands praying in a love heart yeah. and there was a photograph of a ticket uh, on Qatari Airlines flying to Doha yeah. and I think it was a one way ticket so today I went on his Instagram account to have a look and that photograph is now gone Okay. So I don't know if he was saying bye bye. So as in, I'm, I've been given a week to go to Doha for vacation, and then I'm going to join up with the team later. Or if he was saying bye bye. So as in, I'm leaving him away. But it does seem like he's not in Spain anyway. If he's not in Spain, then presumably he must be on his way out. His way out, yeah. yeah. So it does look as if. I mean, the, the photograph is now removed from his Instagram. Yeah. If it was ever there, because quite often the people just Photoshop these photographs, right? But if it was ever there, uh, it's been removed. So that in itself would suggest that maybe, yeah, if he's not in Spain, then you've you got to imagine that he's on his way out. Disappointed? Did he make a. Uh, I mean. I never really saw enough of him yeah. to make a judgment, so. Um, he, yeah, so no, okay. don't carry the weight. Okay, but, okay, sweet. Okay, any other big transfer news? Uh, not that I can recall off the top of my head. Okay, the only one I do know is the one that we talked about last week. Um, the guy who was going to John Book or Suwon, and John Book had first refusal on him because they made the first bid. Yeah. Um, so he joined John Book in a three-year deal. In the end. Um, so John Book did offer him a three year deal and he did take the three year deal so and uh, of course now we're coming up to the new season we're seeing teams re- um, release season ticket packages and yep. reveal new kits yep um, Seoul played their friendly in Spain in a kit that I've not seen before and hopefully won't have to see too much of again uh, I cannot for the life of me I cannot imagine that's their um, it can be that cannot be their, their there's no way they've kit. released it like that no it's got to be a training kit right it must be although one of the comments that I did see yeah. uh, was that it, it's a little bit strange to have a training kit that has a collar and I'm, I think that's right it's not very often that, that you see training kits with collars that are usually like collarless um, but I really really can't um, can't see um, that being their kit it was disgusting uh, Paul are you waiting to get through it was what was it 
it, it looked like a 1980s Spain strip, right? Yeah, it was like a red, red with a yellow, yeah. yellow trim on the collar. And a big, massive yellow thing right in the middle as well, right? But we know that clubs love to do like big reveals and yeah. tease you with sort of snippets of the kit. So there's no way that FC Seoul, who do have one of the stronger marketing teams, would let the, the, the 2018 no. home kit be revealed by a photo of a, a lineup at a friendly that. So there's no way this is not going to be the kit. I can't be the kit. It must be. Uh, I mean, I can't imagine they're going to be selling too many of them either. Even if, even if it is a training kit, yeah. I can't imagine that they're going to be putting too many of them in the in the, in the official store. But yeah. but uh, it really looked pretty tacky. But not as tacky as uh, Jeju's actual official uh, kit, which is there's a word that, that my that my mother used to use that was boofing. Um, which, okay. which just means like you want to vomit <laughs> when you see it uh, and okay last year's Hawaiian style flowery patterned catastrophe that Jeju wore was pretty pretty terrible but this year they've gone with what I can only describe as a red pinstripe t-shirt yeah um, and considering the fact that Jeju are an actual fact Known for Jeju oranges, I don't really see where the orange is in that in, in the in the shirt, right? Unless the photograph is just really bad, and that red is an actual fact orange. Have you got a photo of it? I have indeed. Uh, here we are. Here we have a look. It's got a V-neck. So it's a red pinstripe shirt, yep. a t-shirt with a white and black V-neck collar and white and black sleeve that kind of trim on the sleeves. Yep. They at least have cut down the number of sponsors that Jeju seem to normally have. They seem to have their whole top covered in like writing for SK and stuff, yeah. But it still looks pretty, pretty horrendous. It looks like a bit like a, a knockoff Man United shirt or something like that. Well, it, photo, it actually reminded me of um, of the first shirt that my parents bought for me, which was a five pound job from 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 Fine Fair. Um, and I wore that to PE classes. But, well, that must have been back when £5 was still quite a, a large sum of money. Yeah, I mean, back then that was about £15, right? Uh, and especially in Fine Fair, right? Um, they've also released their away strip, which uh, is literally like someone has put the red one through the wash. Yeah. <laughs> no, the reds ran out of it. Is that white and grey? It's white and grey. With orange trim. With orange trim. Um, horrendous, that's all I can say. Um, not a fan of it I'm sure some K-League fans out there are fans of it what? Uh, but personally I think it's pretty disgusting you're not a fan of this year's you weren't a fan of last year's if it's a choice of the two which do you, which do you take? I would actually take last year's to be perfect I mean it was gaudy and it was horrendous but at the same time it was at least orange and kind of like you got the point you know Jeju is a Hawaiian style paradise you know they, there's the, the, the whole play that you get from Koreans who call it the Korean Hawaii so I, d- I didn't really have a problem with uh, Jeju having a Hawaiian style top I, I just have a problem with them having something that looks like George Best should be wearing it so you want to go through and hashtag all the new kits class kit or class shit shit kit uh, so far if that's the actual Soul training kit it's class shit yeah. and if that, that is a Jeju top there's no doubt it's class shit and Suwon Blue Wings is class horrendous shit and Chumbuk is the other team who's kept oh god that Chumbuk thing that was released at the end of last season right or something yeah. I forgot about that oh that's the what, like 50 shades of green yeah um, that was terrible so, so far we've had four well three definite kits that are really bad don't worry Songnam will save the day did Incheon not release their kit as well actually uh, I don't know. I haven't seen that. I haven't seen that. Uh, you, you, you know, like the the video advertisement back in the nineteen nineties for the gay exchange phone line. Yeah. That's how Inchon normally release their kit. <laughs> so I haven't seen that photograph yet. I think I have seen. Have I seen something for Inchon's kit? I haven't seen anything yet. Hmm. Okay, uh, other news I, I guess I want to get your take on actually just before we move off of the kits. I mean, this, this is not actually related to the kit, but um, they wish your opinion on uh, Kim jong Gu hanging up his boots and coming back to FC Seoul as, an, uh, as a member of the under 18 coaching staff. Uh, good for Seoul to have him back. Oh, as a coach, I didn't realise he'd come back to Seoul. I saw, I saw he'd retired and was going to go into coaching. Yeah, I just assumed it was in Gwangju for some reason. No, he's yeah, he apparently not Gwangju back and, and, and came back to FC Seoul as, a, as an under eighteen coach. Okay, well, 
I always liked him as a player, so I'm quite happy to have him back. But we know that a good player doesn't necessarily make a good coach. Yeah. Um, it will take us a few years to see whether he's any good or not, right? Cause yeah. Uh, one thing I would say is that Seoul don't have a particularly good record of bringing their, their youth players through. So the players that have been played with their affiliated middle school and high yeah. school for the last couple of years have basically been rank. Okay. So, so you, I mean, you think this may be the beginning of Wang's super plan that they bring back Jingu, put him as the charge of the under 18s. Maybe there's going to be somebody, maybe Park Chu Young will be in a three year contract, but we'll, but we made assistant coach so or something. So we'll see, yeah, we'll see Park Chu Young transitioning into, into an assistant coaching position. Yep. Huang leaves in three years, and Park Young comes in as the new manager. Yep. That'd be time for me to go back to England, I think. <laughs> I would agree with that one. Okay, sweet. Any more comments on, on kits? Like, um, like, who do you think is going to have the best kit? Because we've talked about, well, we know who's going to have the worst. That's going to be so on Blooming because that looks like a like a, a car wreck. It looks like um, the uh, <laughs> what's that film? Avatar. Yes, that looks horrendous. So, do you think there'll be any? Um, any uh, who do you think will, will release the best MC Soul MC Soul to be honest I haven't seen John Books because I, I, I usually like the John Book kit I haven't seen it and thinking it's terrible yeah I think you might be right I think Soul might very well release the best kit ok ok so that brings us on nicely then to our team of the year Yeah, I, I assume since we just spent 20 minutes sliding off Pak Young that he's not going to be in either of our teams of the year uh, he's not in mine unless he's changed his name <laughs> to Jair ok <laughs> you're going to take us through the rules first. oh I knew you were going to ask me to take us through the rules ok so you want me to take you through the rules then ok I'll take us through the rules yeah. ok so the idea Courtesy of Ali three years ago. Yep, is that there are, as we know, there are 12 teams in the classic, yeah? Yep. So, what we do is we pick one player from each team yep. to be in our team of the year. Yep. And the extra person, uh, the extra team, uh, contributes the manager. Yep. Okay. Uh, the team has to follow all the rules of the K League. So, for example, you can have only um, like three foreigners. Well, four foreigners that they won't be from an Asian country, yeah? Yeah. It has to form or be formed of a recognisable footballing formation. Yep. Uh, one that would actually be, so not 10 0, or sorry, like, you know what I mean, 1 10, right? And um, the players have to have finished the season with that club. Okay. Okay. Uh, they do not necessarily have to play in a position that you may think they should play in. So, for example, you may have someone who is good as a striker who you're playing as an attacking midfielder, or you may have someone who is uh, who's an attacking midfielder that you want to throw up front. Uh, so, the idea is that you can do that. So, I could I could put um, I'm trying to think of who is someone like Tony Cascarino in goal because he plays in no. goal when the goalie gets sent off not really no it's, it can't be quite as bad as that but if you're someone who's who's, who's, a, who's a midfielder attacking midfielder slash striker you can put them in any one of the three so positions obviously you're confident in your, your 11 yeah I'm hugely confident in my 11 is there one player that you're so confident about that you think I'll have picked him too there is indeed not the one I mentioned earlier then there's not <laughs> <laughs> I'm, th- th- there's one player I'm so confident that you won't have picked Okay. Um, but I'm, I'll tell you when I get to them. Okay. Okay. So who wants? To, well, I'll go first, right? Uh, are we going to do it position by, by position? Yep. You and me. So tact- So so name and tactics, yeah. Okay. Well, okay. So my team is, as always, yeah. is called uh, Mark Kelly's Macaulay Marvels. Okay. Okay. I didn't actually come up with a, na- a name. Well, I'm assuming you won't go with Soulfield Wednesday that you did last time. <laughs> I'm going to go with Soul Jew United. Soul Jew. Okay. Soul Jew. Soul Jew. Okay, so my formation is a, a 5 3 2 with wing backs. Okay. Which is what I play in football manager. Okay. Mine is a flexible 4 4 2 slash 4 3 3, depending on what we agree about. Okay. Positions. <laughs> okay. So, so, so that's really easy. Let's start with the manager. Okay. So, who's your, who's your manager? Andre from Tegu. Oh, good manager. Yep, I thought so. Okay. Which now explains why I didn't pick the player you thought I was going to pick. <laughs> okay. Uh, my my manager is Kim Hagbom, who finished the season getting Guangzhou relegated. <laughs> Would you like to explain why? 
Is it just filling a hole? No, it's not filling a hole. I, I actually think if, I, if you were going to have someone who was going to manage such a, a, a diverse group of people, uh, I would want Kim Hagbum's strict disciplinarian to be the one bringing this team together. Okay. I actually do think he's a decent manager. I, I, I mean, nobody could, could have kept Guangzhou up uh, with the time scale that he was given. So, but Do you think he turned it around for them? I, I mean, I think he... We're not supposed to be picking this... Solely on performance in 2017 and not past glories yeah. or, or style or yeah, I think he did a, as good a job as anyone could have done. I, d- I don't, I don't think, I don't think uh, Pep could have got Guangzhou to, st- to stay up. So I think, I think Kim did as good a job as anyone. Now I've got a question for you. Yeah. For about five seconds, I consider picking Mal McGinn up front and uh, well, yes, so to the die but he didn't finish the season with Guangzhou he left a day early <laughs> he le- wow right <laughs> uh, around early considered that but yeah just not not particularly for his performance on the pitch but for the the buzz he created yeah. when he came yeah from. I have to agree but you didn't but I didn't no because okay. I went with somebody else ok so that's the managers uh, goalkeeper Paul um, at the moment at the moment <laughs> right, I, right, I'll, I'll take from, I started off with Yang Han being the sole goalkeeper ok that makes sense eh? uh, and then I switched to Kim Yong Bae the ex-sole goalkeeper now at Ulsan ok just because of switching switching around here and there so. ok ok uh, I went with Cho Hyun Woo from Daegu who got his first cap this year so that's not a bad choice actually so I, I actually went through each team and see who had the most clean sheets ok across the year. you want to take a guess which which teams have the most clean sheets? Uh, I've no idea actually. I'm going well, I'm, I'm to see the Blue Wings. Uh, 13. Okay. Most was Cheju with 15, Chumbuk 14, Suwon 13, Seoul 13, Ulsan 10, Tegu 10. So your goalkeeper gets you 10 clean sheets. Okay. The other surprise one was Inchon who managed 13 clean sheets. Oh, really? How's that? Well, that, that explains my next choice then. Okay. Okay. Because for one reason and one reason only, yeah. the big man himself, who's now left, yeah. in Chung, but uh, my back three yeah. consists of, I'll do the whole three, right? Yeah. The back three. They, they consist of the rock of the year, Matt, Matt German. Matt German, okay. The big man for Upper Minson, Connor Chapman, going to have two Aussies talking to each other. Yeah. And I picked Basil Gee from Pohang. Okay. Purely because he's got a girl's name. Okay. And have you seen Basil Gee, the pop star? <laughs> She's really hot. So, uh, yeah, so I went with um, Basil Gee. Um, my back four uh, includes Connor Chapman. Okay. Uh, as we said, 13 clean sheets, two goals in 26 games. Okay. Uh, Matt German, who I didn't start off with but ended up with because I needed a, a Sue One player. Okay. Who got uh, two goals, one assist in 24 games, 13 clean sheets. Well, I don't know that he got all th- played for all 13 clean sheets, but anyway, his team did. Uh, then, at left back, Kim Jin Soo of Chumbuk. Yep. 14 clean sheets, five assists, four goals in 27 games. Okay. And then at right back, Kim Won Il of Cheju. Oh, okay. Who got 15 clean sheets, one assist, three goals in 26 games. That's really interesting. Very interesting. Because my wing backs are left back, Kim Jin Soo yep. of John Book, yep. and right back, Park Jun Po of Jeju. So I did consider him. So Park, I think Park Jun Po and, and Kwon Young Il, I think they played. Like one game, one game, one game, one game, almost right. Yeah. Uh, and I'm not sure of part of stats, but anything I watched Jeju and he was playing, it was wonderful. Plus, I always have a little soft spot for Park Jung-po because he was the captain of Songnam before he went to the army. I, d- I did consider him, but I decided to pick another f- centre back and sh- shove him over. Ah, so you picked a centre back, shove him over the right back. Yeah. Well, because Park Jung-po is naturally a right back. Yeah. Okay, uh, so you, you, you went with a 4 4 2, right? Yeah. Okay, so who's your four midfielders? Uh, hang on, let me go think who, because I didn't pick German originally, so who, who did I have originally in defence? Oh, well, never mind. My four midfielders are on the left, Unilock. Which you'll see me, I have actually scored off, but okay. He was second, originally I put Orsic in uh, as left. Okay. <laughs> okay. I decided Kim Unilock's stats were slightly better than Orsic. Yes, so okay. So on the left, Unilock. 
in the middle I have um, who do I have from Kwangju Sun Sung Min okay so uh, Unilock's stats were he played 32 games got 14 assists 5 goals Song Sun Min's stats for Kwangju played 37 goal, 37 games 5 goals 2 assists and then Kang Won Han Guk Yong 17 games 2 goals no assists and then on the right uh, from Chonnam playing Jair who's a striker striker slash right winger ok uh, his stats were 32 games 16 goals 3 assists ok it would presumably be different when he's playing on the right wing yep ok that's really interesting because my centre 3 yep uh, my two midfielders and so I played with an attacking midfielder yep uh, so that they I can, you know they, that would triangle in midfield uh, I had Han Kuk Young from uh, Gangwon uh, as you said for his his assists yep and I had Hadi San from so he barely played he barely played but is probably the best midfielder in the K-League if he gets a chance I couldn't make up my mind between Hadison and Ju Sejong why didn't you go over the email with Ju? yeah I wasn't really sure I had to be a soul player and yeah. I was kind of passing around all, all, all three of them to be perfectly honest and Koyohan who does play in the middle yeah and so tenacious. I passed them all around uh, and I decided that had he been given a chance and had he not been injury ravaged had his son would have been up there with like player of the year ok so I went with had his son just based on past glories yeah yep. uh, and the spearhead of my attacking midfield was Orsic Orsic so I pulled him back from striker and put him as attacking as attacking midfielder ok ok uh, who's your two strikers then I think I can see where we're going with this but uh, wait a second. Who are my midfielders? Unirog, Hank Young, yeah, Song Sungmin, yeah, and oh, yeah. Jair. Something's gone wrong here. <laughs> <laughs> you only have one up front, right? No, I don't know what I've done. <laughs> okay, I'll give you my two. Okay. okay. So my front two are on the left. Yeah. I went with Jair. Yeah. Um, for, as you said, with like 16 goals. Yeah. Pretty incredible, right? Yeah. Uh, and for me, there's no other player you could have went with up front other than the man himself, Jumingu. Uh Best striker in Korea. Sorry, best Korean striker in Korea. Right. So I went with Jair up front and Jumingu. And that's the team that's going to beat your team because you won last time. <laughs> I only won one of the things. If you remember, we had two different evaluations yeah. and it was one yeah. all. Uh, up front, I have Juminggu okay. and Yang Donghyun of Pohang. Ah, that makes sense, yeah. I, I, kind of, I kind of had an idea about Yang Donghyun, to be perfectly honest. I was going to go with him. Yeah. Uh, and in the end uh, I just wasn't uh, I thought he would make sense up front but I couldn't actually figure out another John player that I even knew uh, never mind liked so I went with Jair was then meant I had to find a defender from Pohang and as I said Sogi is like my, one of my favourite names so then because I, I was playing around with a 4-3-3 to a 4-4-2 yeah. so at various times I had Juming uh, Yu in midfield. Okay. And I was kept switching for Poang between Yang Donghyun up front and Sun Jun Ho, the assist, like the golden assister yeah. in midfield. And uh, just talking to you, I've got myself confused and named Yang Donghyun instead of Sun Jun Ho. But <laughs> okay. okay, no problem. We'll, we'll, yeah. Okay, so obviously we'll tape this up, uh, picture it up, put it up in the blog so everyone can see it. And I guess we'll have to have the competition. Yeah, and obviously there's one glaring omission. Oh yeah, from both our teams, Yom Kihyun, definitely <laughs> uh, incredible. He, he never made it. Uh, Jonathan. Jonathan. <laughs> Dehan. Uh, mm, Jonathan, you never considered him. Um, do you know what I didn't? And I'll tell you why. Because it's a team game for me, and uh, I went with players who would actually pass the ball with the guy next to them. Yeah. Uh, and that's the reason why I never picked him. I think with the goals. With the goal-scoring exploits of Jair and Jumingu, I think it's I think and Yang Dong-hyun that you picked. Yeah. Um, I don't see why you would need the kind of more selfish player of Jonathan, to be honest. So no, I went with uh, a team as opposed to. Plus, 
to be honest, it, for me, it was kind of impossible to pick a three-man defence and not have Matt German in it. Okay. I, I, I felt like he, him and Chapman together were going to be the rock that I was going to build my team on. Yeah. Okay. So because of that. German and the fact that uh, Jonathan's not much of a team player but was the reason why I, I, I went without Jonathan because I did start off with uh, Jonathan I started off with a front three of uh, Jonathan Yang Donghyun and Jair right uh, and at some point I couldn't figure out I need well I needed a right back yeah and I couldn't figure out who the Suwon right back was to figure out if he was any good or not because as you know I don't have FM18 on my yeah. phone so I just gave, run out of time gave up to switch German in who's a decent defender yeah. and uh, drop Jonathan makes sense so what we'll do is uh, I guess we'll be in touch with uh, Miroslav try and see if he can do his usual number thing for us so yep. that uh, you can disagree with when I win that round again yep. um, and yeah we'll maybe get the Phantom to um, to give us a, a, a commentary on it and I guess with the new with the new um, ideas or the new editor of um, Football Manager uh, I'll have a little chat with Modern Soul and see if I can get him to put it through his a similar I only have the demo version so I can't do it okay. but if someone actually has if someone wants to anyone who has Football Manager full version if you fancy doing the editor for us and running the game through the simulator we'd be more than happy alright I see um, uh, K League United are having a FIFA tournament soon is there a way we could uh, put the teams no, in, in, in FIFA it's the actual teams but in, in FIFA Manager you, you can create your own team and your own players ok that's a shame because yeah. <laughs> we can play each other would have ended up as a nil-nil draw. Yeah. I've, never yeah, I've never played FIFA either. We'd <laughs> <laughs> be still sitting in the centre circle at the pandemic exactly. in time. Hey, what, what shoot? What, which where is it to shoot? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so we'll blog it first and we'll be in touch. Obviously, for any of our regular listeners, if you want to have a go at doing it, it's actually really good fun. And it actually does let you have a look through and see who's the best person in each team. So, if anyone wants to do it and submit it to us, um, yeah, just drop us an email at uh, www.48sessoffootball at gmail.com and we will also blog your, your uh, team as well. Uh, it would be quite interesting to come up with you and me to come up with a joint team and put up against the K-League United team that would be interesting as well except we we've just revealed our team so no <laughs> so no no yes but we don't listen anymore <laughs> ok um, so I guess that brings us on that's the team of the year done I guess that brings us on smoothly to your your um, your slot for, for this week yep. you want to take us through the K-League website right who has their yep. 20 things that make the key league the key league in, in lieu of uh, going through what's been up on the forums this week it's been a quiet week yeah. I looked at some of the articles on the key league website and they had, did four kind of re- four different articles reviewing the year um, entitled five things that made people sort of interested in the key league okay. five things that made people angry about the key league five things that made people sad about the key league and five things that made people happy Okay, can I hazard a guess that VAR is in all four? <laughs> you can, but and you're Scotty wrong. Whitelock is like, oh, definitely is. <laughs> but I don't know why I give you a Scottish accent, Scotty. <laughs> okay, five things that we liked about the K League this year. Yeah, controversial maybe. Or so this is five things that made made people interested in the K League. Interested, okay. Uh, Chumbuk getting their fifth title. Yeah, I would agree with that. Yeah. Uh, Donguk's Longevity and continuing legendness. Nope. Uh, hot new superstar Jonathan. Yep. Uh, Kyungnam's promotion coming back from the brink of almost going out of business. Uh, yeah, I can see that. Maybe getting two people interested. And uh, can we just skip the fifth one because I know you're going to disagree with it. Dan. Seoul's popularity having the highest average crowd at 16,000 plus. Yeah. Um, did that, I mean, did that get people interested though? Um, for example, I, I don't think anyone tuned into the K League because of Edon Gook's longevity. Um, 
maybe more because Jonathan's longevity he created <laughs> he created a couple of records of shit didn't he, he did actually yeah so I guess he did right yeah. 200 goals and stuff like that I right? guess it made the news and things and like that so. I mean huge crowds at FC Seoul I mean you, you can't uh, in the in the with the current situation where they where they where the crowds are down yeah. the K-League it's still good that they can over 16 so yeah definitely well done FC Seoul ok five things that made us angry VAR uh, first one Refereeing errors. VAR, yeah. Not, not VAR, we'll get to VAR. <laughs> okay, okay, refereeing errors. So we didn't have VAR in the first half of the season. Ah, oh, right, okay. At which point there were several uh, very obvious refereeing errors. Yep. Uh, both the ones they showed in their highlights video involved FC Seoul. And Guangzhou penalties? One Guangzhou penalty, one was an all sampler shooting, hitting the crossbar, and presumably the ball went over the line. But oh, okay. Don't, don't remember that, but. Second one, Kangwon's terrible pitch. At the beginning of the season, yeah, definitely yellow, yellow grass and bare patches. Yeah, that was a disaster. Definitely agree with that. Definitely. Third one, um, several instances of dirty play during the year. Yeah, there's that game that I went to with Joe Quinn, uh, on Jonbuk, and the Suwon guy. I think got a five-match ban for for that shocking over-the-top, over-the-top uh, challenge on the on the Jonbuk player. Can't remember who who East player was now. It was like a year ago, but yeah. Uh, that's th- but that one sticks in my mind. Yeah. Fourth one, um, Elan manager Kim Byung Soo was fired quite early on in the season, uh, and the over- overriding feeling is that he didn't get enough time to, to prove himself. Uh, yeah, but then again, I think Rennie was fired too early as well, right? Yeah. So Elan might have a might have history for that. Actually, aren't Elan on their fourth manager in three years now? Yeah. Four years, right? Whatever it is. Okay. Uh, and last of all, um, players complaining to the ref after a VAR decision. And the video I showed was FC Seoul against Suwon in the Super Match when they were basically like chasing the guy off the pitch, right? No. The the example they used was they used two examples. I uh, can't remember what one of them was, but one of them was Tego against Chumbuk. Okay. I think both of them involved Chumbuk, to be honest. Okay. But yeah, I mean, if VAR is done, it's done. You can't really argue with the it. The headline was, you should be playing, you should be fighting with your, like, competing with the opposition, not with the referee. Okay. So the referee's gone over, reviewed it. You've got to say that he's had a better view than you have, having seen the replays, so therefore you should accept his decision. Uh, yeah, okay. I mean,. I think there's a lot at stake in some of these games, so like, people get upset. But yeah, I do. I do think that some of the antics of, of players, like complaining referees, is, is shocking. To be honest, so yeah, I will. I'll, I will give them that one. Okay. Five sad things. Yes, because let's end on the happy things. Yes. Five sad things. First one is blinding obvious, right? The death of the Pusan manager. Of course, yeah. Second one, uh, relegation of Kwangju. No. <laughs> I'm not sad. Um, really? Why? Well, I guess because they've been in the classic for a couple of years, right? Yeah. And they kind of battled to, to to be a classic team. So uh, I can understand that, I guess. Third one, uh, own goals. It's a, so there was one of the super matches decided on an own goal. Yep. Uh, fourth one, saying goodbye to some foreigners who've been around for a while, like Santos. Santos. Edu. Sort of farewells and. Yeah. And the fifth one, uh, empty stands. Yep, definitely. Okay, five things that made us happy. Beer girls. Beer. Yeah. Girls. <laughs> girls beer. Girls beer. And the V girls. <laughs> uh, first one, wonder goals. Wonder girls? Wonder, wonder goals. Wonder goals. Uh, yeah, there was a couple, I guess. Yeah, yeah. I guess this year was pretty good for some, some good strikes. Yeah. Uh, second one, players returning from overseas. Yeah, definitely. So, uh, Kim Jin Soo came from yep. Germany. Im Young Joo returned from the Middle East. Yep. Uh, things like that. Sort of, they've gone overseas. They've come back to the K League. Played well. Okay. Third one, uh, seeing some kids involved. So obviously, uh, Lee Dong Guk does his TV show with his son, and yeah. his son's regular football games are shown, and everyone knows who the kid is. And then there was that girl, the, the girl at FC Seoul that we talked about last week. Yeah. yeah. So sort of seeing kids involved and liking the K League, uh, showing that in the future we'll see more and more fans yeah. coming through as they grow up. Fourth one, 
Yi Zhonghou's tiger ceremony. Eh, uh, why would that make us happy? I don't know, because I was looking at that article when you uh, came in, so I had to kind of not read in detail. And okay. Down the I guess it was funny, I guess. Yeah, I, I guess uh, it was a bit unique and... Yeah. Uh, last of all, Inchon's um, last day survival, Masters of the Great Escape. Again. So they do it again. That's two years in a row, if not three. Two in a row, right? Yeah. So... Because actually it's two in a row, it's two in a row because they got us relegated. So yeah, so that's two years in a row. I think it's actually three years in a row. And but they've been down the bottom for... I'm not quite sure that uh, a last day escape makes up for 37 rounds of shit before <laughs> that, but... <laughs> Possibly not. But their fans seem to enjoy it anyway, right? Yeah. So, okay. there you go. Comments? Omissions? Um, I would say other things that kind of made us happy... Um, uh, yeah, I, w- I would probably agree with them. Yeah, I mean, some of the things that, that, that brought interest back in the K League, yeah, probably. Um, I, I guess I get Edon Gook breaking records, I guess, as well. Like, I mean, Dehan going every year in Korea with like plus 15 goals or something, right? Yeah, but uh, goals in double figures. Yeah, yeah, goals in double figures. Eight, right? eight years, nine years. Yeah, um, obviously. When we come in next year, the things that are going to bring interest is going to be Dehan moving to Suwon, obviously. Yeah. Uh, I think, you know, from, from my point of view, having, having watched the, the challenge, uh, yeah, I, I think Sad definitely puts on manager, Happy definitely puts on getting in the final. Okay, falling at the last hurdle, but definitely, like, you know, like doing, doing him, him uh, proud and getting in the final. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I would agree with kind of most of them, I think. Okay. I'd probably add a couple there, but yeah, I would agree with them. How about yourself? Um, I can't think of any like blurring emissions, but I, I was saying personally, if there was one thing in each category, what would you say? I guess we can both agree that the death of the Pusan manager is the obvious sad yep. thing. Um, is there one thing you, you, for you, presumably, it's VAR that made you angry? Yeah, definitely. I mean, being a games, watching games. Try to tweet about games in, in VR. Just yeah, definitely have the VR. Not the players complaining. The actual system yeah. makes me angry. What a hundred percent. Do you want it abolished or do you want it just? I want it reformed and <sighs> tweaked. I mean, it's getting brought in the, the lower leagues of England now, right? Yeah, they, from they just, just use it. In. It's a bit weird. Like they introduced it in last weekend for some cup matches. Some cup matches, yeah. Um, maybe the English system will, will be will be better. But from what I can gather, it's been a disaster in Australia. Yeah. Um, so I, I see today it was announced they're abolishing use or suspending use of uh, goal line technology in France because it keeps making wrong decisions. I mean, I think it's the. I, 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 we've discussed this several times, but it's maybe not the VAR system that's wrong, but the, the use of it that's wrong. Uh, I think, you know, pulling a goal back for a foul that was committed, you know, three moves ago on the edge of, you know, I mean, in, in the opposite, you know, in your own half or something, I think it's just crazy. I mean, I think VAR should be used for penalties and for goals that did the ball cross the line. That's it. That's all it should be used for. In all sides. But goals, basically. I also think if you compare, like, the English Premier League and here, English Premier League's got so many cameras on every match, you get yeah. things from different angles, whereas most Korean games have got one camera, yeah. maybe two. Yeah. So. I mean, I, I don't think I, w- I would want to abolish it completely, but I would definitely think that it's, um, it's something that we could refine how we use it, yeah? How about yourself? Yeah. It, well, oh. it's, yeah, well, one of those five. Uh, well, something that the thing that made me most angry over the year was Sol's inconsistency. Okay, that's not on the list. No, but I was saying. Okay, as a personal <laughs> okay. choice. Uh, for me, interest uh, from that list. Uh, what was um, not Ethan Gook, not Sol's attendance. Uh, John Book's fifth title. Uh, Jonathan probably. Jonathan definitely set the Kelly Galite, and he's going to be a big miss. So yeah, I would say for me, I'd agree with Jonathing. Okay. He brought some else, uh, it's, it's some other bit different to, to the K-League, I think. Okay. Okay, sweet. Okay, so the last thing we move on to then is, uh, as we discussed, uh, ACL is back. Just before we get onto that, we uh, haven't done our winners and losers of the week yet. Okay. Not many to choose from, I guess. But you got any thoughts? Uh, winner of the week, Parcher Young. 
Loser of the week, FC Song. <laughs> Four part to Young. Okay, uh, I can't disagree with that. Okay, you've got to say that anyone who gets a three year contract at his age, having played so poorly, is a winner. And I can't imagine the fans are going to really get to see much from him, to be perfectly honest. Okay. Do you know how old he is? Exactly. Um, 34? He was born in 1985. So that makes him 33. A bit younger than I thought, to be honest. But still, you're still offering a three year deal to to someone who's going to finish it when they're 36, right? So I guess that brings us on to our final section for the night, uh, which is the ACL, which starts back up next week. Yeah, it's the first preliminary round. Okay. The countries are. Got no hope of getting anywhere, presumably. Okay. So two games. What are the games for our groups that matter then? So there's no games in uh, East in West Asia at this time. I don't think. No, there aren't. They they only have one round in uh, round three. Okay. Uh, so in East Asia, we've got two games: Bali United, the Indonesian champs, uh-huh. against Tampines Rovers, the Singaporean champs. Uh, going over Tampines. Uh, Shan United, the Burmese or Myanmar champs, okay. against Ceres Negros, the Philippine champs. Going to go with the Philippine champs. This is stronger team play away, right? Uh, no, stronger team plays at home. Okay, so but I'm just going to go with two away wins because I don't really know anything about any of the teams. Okay, so those are the games happening. Obviously, we're not experts on either of e- nope. any of those leagues, so we'll leave it at that. Okay. Uh, obviously the first one that really starts concerning Korean teams then is on the 23rd Yep When it's uh, Eastern who play against Vietnamese Tanhua Tanhua And the winner of that gets to play uh, the Blue Wings the week after Yep Okay So I guess maybe when it comes around to that week we'll kind of maybe start thinking about things in a little bit more detail Okay Okay sweet So I guess that's everything wrapped up Anything else that you want to add? Um, no, not really. Okay, so I guess nothing from me either. So I guess for outro music, because of the K League doing their fantastic re- review of the year and telling us five things that we didn't already know, <laughs> uh, we'll go with something from my youth. <laughs> <laughs>